right, so uh, that was Scumbag Blues by the recent, recently formed Them Crooked Vultures on their album that just came out less than a week ago. That's how up-to-date we are. Oh, yeah. That's how current we are they here are the, the Tripound. The name of the album is Them Crooked Vultures, yeah? Yes, yep. I yes. believe it is self-titled. Right. They can't name it anything else. I mean, otherwise it would be an insult to their name. Yeah, so. true, true. Anyway, I am uh, Straw Legs. I'm Eddie N. And I am PK. Yes, and we are here in beautiful Southfield. Southfield, Michigan. Sunny Southfield, Michigan at night. Uh, November 22nd? November 22nd. It's Sunday. 7 o'clock. I have to get up in like two hours. Yeah. We have to go into work so early that we have to wake up the day before. <laughs> think, about, think about that one. Think about the logic involved in that. Oh, awesome. So this day will forever be known as the day after... Man Day. Yes. November 22nd yeah. from now on in history is the day after Man Day. It's, November 21st. It's Man Day yeah. plus one. Yeah, no, November 21st isn't actually Man Day on the calendar. It's more important that 22nd is the day after Man Day. Yeah. <laughs> By inference. Yes. But. So, what is. So, I, I, I wake up at uh, noon yesterday after going to bed at midnight, which was pretty wonderful. Um, which actually, I think we all did. I, I went to sleep at midnight. I woke up at about nine. I, I thought, eh, let's close my eyes for a bit more. I woke up again. I thought it was gonna be like nine twenty. Look at the clock. It was about noon. I was like, oh shit. So, anyways, um, shortly thereafter, I received a call from Straw Legs. Yes. <laughs> the first words out of his mouth. Yes. I uh, PK answers the phone and hears me go. Today we are men. And then I respond to me along the lines of, I would certainly hope so. <laughs> like no, no, more so than usual. So even before hello, how are you? Good morning, you know, whatever. It's, today we are men. I hope so. No, more than usual. More so than usual. So man day. So I don't know where you I got can, the idea. I could tell. You, basically, um, we need a name. We need a name for our non-med school compatriot. Hmm. And since he's from Marshall, I think we should name him the brewery. Just call him the Dark Horse. The Dark Horse. Th- no, Power would, Man Dark Horse. Yes. He would most certainly appreciate that. So, the Dark Horse there is, it was having an, the Dark Horse was with his fiance and his fiance's sister. And he was having an estrogen-free weekend. Like, they had, he had chased them out of the house or something. I don't know. He like, hung up raw steaks and... His and, bones were becoming brittle. Yeah, exactly. Let's get out of here before I get osteoporosis in a uterus. So they all, he chased them out with pitchforks and, and talcum powder or something. I don't know why. And... <laughs> And he had, no, he had like nothing to do. So I, I, the day before, I was like, you know, tomorrow, dark horse, we will, we will be, we will be men. That's what we will do. So I wake up at noon. Yeah. <laughs> and think yeah. to myself, well, already, already having wasted half a man day, <laughs> which is a manly thing to do. I admit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wake up and think, oh crap, it's man day. I got to do something manly. So I call Eddie in. <laughs> yeah. I, Hoping uh, for inspiration. I woke up, uh, woke up around twelve oh four. And just to prove how manly Man Day was, I woke up with full hunting garb, head to toe, like bright orange and camouflage, and I had the ghillie suit, too. I mean, <laughs> layers upon layers. And I was like, yes? For, for, for people who don't know, the ghillie suit is like the big grass suit that snipers wear, where they, like, you know, lay in wait for, like, days at a time, like, urinating in the ground. <laughs> Oddly enough, you didn't go to bed like that. You just woke up like yeah, that because yeah. it was Man Day. Yeah. I mean, I woke up in the full uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. from that uh, Navy movie old diving <laughs> suit like yeah. with the pump handle to keep you oxygenated. And I just woke up naked. <laughs> I, I, went, I went to bed with clothes on. What the hell? Yeah. All forms of manliness. Exactly. <laughs> each, each in their own way. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so I tug twice on the rope when they pull me up and call Eddie in. Yeah. I'm like, Eddie in, it's man day. Like, it's like, what does that uh, mean? <laughs> I don't know, what's going on? Like, I don't know. Uh, so how do we start man day? So we decided to, we decided we head out to watch football and drink a copious amount of beer. Which we did well. Good Four start. pitchers of beer. Four pitchers of beer amongst the three of us. Not light beer. Magic hat number nine. Yes. Yeah. Well done. We don't get paid to advertise. No. But that's some good shit. If we did, if 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 for some reason we get around licensing issues with the music we use at the beginning of every episode, <laughs> we, can, we can most certainly sell advertisements. <laughs> you know, that's the thing I think about. Like on iTunes, if someone like last week was searching for like Bill Monroe, Blue Moon of Kentucky, and then all of a sudden they find, find the weekly track count, and they're like. It's like an hour long. It must be. A, this must be a concert recording. Yeah, yeah. Because they talk like that. Because they sit in their front porch and play the banjo, churn butter, get diabetes, and go to uh, uh, Cracker Barrel. And go to Cracker Barrel, <laughs> where Danny Glover is not allowed. He can't get a taxi. It's Eddie Murphy that can't get into the Cracker Barrel. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy can get into the Cracker Barrel General Store. <laughs> not into the restaurant. He can't walk into the restaurant. It's like I, I don't want to be racist, but I just don't have an appetite in front of a man of color. <laughs> and you know, you know what happened after that? By the way, Eddie Murphy bought that Cracker Barrel. Really? Yeah. Why was Eddie trying? Why would he try to go to a cracker? Oh, that's the biggest question of all. Seriously, here's the deal. If I were black and they're like, "Oh, sorry, I won't suit you at Denny's," like, all right, fine, I just won't go to Denny's then. Like, how much of a blow is that to my life that I can't go to Denny's anymore? I think it's true. No matter if if I just go to an IHOP and they're like, "You can't eat here," like, screw you guys. Yeah, it's all right. Fuck you. I'm not gonna. Because that's the thing. Is like, could you imagine how passive aggressive it would be? Like, afterwards, just come back to the same Denny's and be like, "Seat me, bitch." And then the, you know you're gonna get terrible service. You're gonna get like half the amount of food that everyone else is. Like it's gonna be an awful experience, and you're not gonna enjoy yourself. Yeah. But you're still gonna do it anyways out of spite. It's like why don't you just take the money and go to an actual restaurant and have a good time? You know. Yeah, but how many restaurants have a little Peggy thing at the table, or the fact you can play checkers on an obnoxiously thing. large mat in the general store area? Yeah, that's true. And how many how many other places sell like sickening amounts of? Black licorice. Oh my god! Seriously, I don't understand. I bought a package of that stuff once because I had like a little bit, and I thought, "Oh, this is not bad," you know. And then I bought a bag of it, and I promptly became sick. And that was the last time I ate black licorice. Uh, was this on your trip when you went with Boron after camping in uh, Pinckney? Um, yes. Actually, no, no. That was when we went down to New Orleans. Now that that was an interesting trip. I'll tell you, there was some interesting New Orleans. Little known fact, America's Dollar Store. It's, it's one of the cheapest places I've ever seen in my life. I, I swear, that place is America's Dollar Store. And you can just buy, like, it's all just tourist bullshit, you know? It's like, oh, authentic New Orleans. Like, no, no, not really. It's just so much tourist crap. Nice. <laughs> right, so yeah, that was that was the beginning of Man Day. Then we went, we went to the, the greatest beer seller in the history of time. Yeah. If you want to... Oh, Man, where do we even start? Well, I, I think the thing is, to start off with, we were there when the right employee was there. Because the last yeah. time I was there, um, I think it was a wine guy there. Yeah. So this store uh, sells lots of beer and lots of wine. True. And not just normal stuff, it's great. Yes. So the last time I think the wine guy was there. But yesterday we got lucky, beer guy was there. 
Uh, we quickly established a rapport because that's what we're good at doing. Exactly. Being med students. We established a rapport with him. And took then his history, <laughs> took his pulse. Check, check, check. Yes. Uh, let's show empathy. Check. Check. Done. Empathy. Check. Empathy show. Social history. Yeah. Check. Yeah. Social history taken. Everything has to be in the passive voice. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, after, uh, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, th these guys are cool, you know. He uh, takes us back into the back room. And uh, he reveals his secret stash to us. And by that, we do not mean his genitalia, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, so... When you go into the back room of any place, you're taking your life into your own hands. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That, that reminds me, like, you, you know, when you were a kid, and this is before, you know, all, like, the little mom-and-pop video stores went under, but, you know, you go to the store with, like, you know, your parents or something like that, and it's always, like, you know, the back room... And it's like, oh, mommy, daddy, what if there's movies back there? No! Yeah. Damn it, son. No, don't go back there. I want to go through those big saloon doors. <laughs> saloon yeah. doors! I know, it's like, every, everyone knows that. Everyone was there with their parents, and they didn't know why they couldn't go into yep. the back room. And their parents couldn't say, that's porn, because it's what's porn, and then that, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, this was basically porn, what the guy revealed to us. This is a, the porn, <laughs> beer porn of beer. Beer porn. Beer porn. <laughs> Collaboration between... Uh, Let's see, a guy from Bell's Brewery and another guy from Deprof Brewery. <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but it's Belgian. Oh, Jesus Christ. It says D-E-P-R-O-E-F-B-R-O-U-W-E-R-I-J. That's worse than my last name. <laughs> I was actually just thinking that. It's a hell of a Scrabble word is what it is. Dirk Knotts. <laughs> yeah, his last name is N A U D T S. Nods. Wow. So yeah. Van Twee. Van Twee Belgian Ale. Uh, Brewmasters collaboration. Very nice. So, uh, needless to say, uh, Dark Horse, Strawlix, and I indulged yesterday into this, uh, pornography of beer, if you will. And, uh, it was pretty good. And, uh, we. Sat together and we brainstormed on how this uh, porno pornographic beer tasted because the guy at the store was like, "You have to come back and report to me." Yeah, there was there was one of these in the store. Yeah, only one. There was one he in the back, one. in its own little like box of stuff they only have one of. Yeah, that is not out there for the general public. It ended in the right hands for sure. Yeah. So, uh, nevertheless, this is... I, I, I see you've prepared a few comments here. Yes. yes. This is our dictation in uh, Strawleg's little... Uh, book. Book. Yes. yes uh, didn't that used to have a cover? That is the cover. That is the cover? This is the yeah. cover. I thought you had like a little... Never mind. No, it, that, that was the, the little... The smaller... Yeah, anyway. Point is, it's, it's it's a med school book. I write down shit about patients. It's a walking HIPAA violation. It's not like anything... Although all identifying information has been expunged. No, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> None of it. Uh -oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, anyways... Um, anyway, here's the uh, Soshin birth date of my last patient. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> birth date, uh, Van Thuy, Belgian Ale. Uh, our dictation, Tart Cherry Joy with friendly afterthoughts of stoutly pleasure. <laughs> A.K.A. It's like a sweet girl that upon getting closer, you notice chest hair. But you still like her anyways. Yes. <laughs> a little twisted, a little disturbing. What an excellent description I'd like, to, I'd like to add. Yeah, this is how the wheels turn inside Eddie N's uh, little noggin. That's why Eddie N stays quiet most of the time <laughs> during these podcasts. Yeah, I mean, have, have you actually seen, like, a chick with chest hair? Yes, I have. Yeah, I, well, here's a... I'll, I'll just share my story real quick. It's not chest hair, it's actually... Uh, axillary hair, which for the layperson, 
the uneducated fuck who's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, we need listeners. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, we, don't. we don't need listeners. No, we don't. We don't. Um, so anyways, uh, your axle is your armpit. Yeah. In med speak. But anyways, I was at Ellis Island, and, like, there's this uh, French chick there. She wasn't bad. And, like, Grant, I was, like, 15 at the time. She's the same, same age, about, like, 15 or so. I was like, oh, she's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. So and as, he's, as he's in the back nailing her, promising her a green card. She um, reaches up to take a picture <laughs> and <laughs> reveals a rather copious stash of hair <laughs> under her arms. Hair in cordon bleu. Yeah. <laughs> Some cheveux under her arms. And it's like, oh, oh Jesus Christ. It's Unexpected. Yeah. It's really that. See, I, I was I was just disappointed by that. It's like the 80s, you know? You see a lot of attractive actresses and stuff that have, like, terrible hair and terrible clothes. Yeah. And you think, yeah. how would you take... The 80s were the only decade that you could take a beautiful woman and make her look ugly. Yep. Destroy. Yeah. And, and that's the and thing. Like, 80s fashion is back now. Uh, no, I, it I'm a little ashamed away. to say, but um, I think my identity is a little concealed here. I was reading a H&M fashion magazine. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it, it's already going bad. And they're going over, like, fashion trends of the 2000s, you know, and it's like, 80s is hot right now. It's no. like, no, don't do this to us. Do oh, like, no. does no one here, does no one here remember Terminator? The, the hair. The original one. Yes. It's not Sarah Connor, her roommate. Oh. The one that got killed. Yes. With, like, Arnold's not-so-silenced 44. <laughs> no, I mean... Yeah. Ah, Jesus Christ. Because, like, you got to think, that woman, if you just got rid of the perm, put her in some regular clothes, got rid of the hoop earrings... And, and the, the fanny co- pack. And the and fanny, fanny pack, pack. And the costume makeup, she wouldn't be bad, you know? But you think, you take a beautiful woman, and you actually make her look so, like... I don't even... What's the word? I believe the phrase is, is it Harrison Bergeron? Is that, the, is that the short story? I believe it is, yes. Don't even worry about it. Look it up, kids. Read the story. It'll make sense. Harrison Bergeron. I think it's Harrison Bergeron. The whole story where they make everybody in the world equal. Oh. By making them equally ugly and untalented and stupid, in fact. Kind of like what Obama's trying to do with his health care plan. Oh! Snap! Ow! Hey-oh! Did you just hear some politics on the tripound? Uh-oh. Yeah. Sorry. Nobody cares. <laughs> but, ah, <laughs> uh, God. No, seriously. But anyway, so this chick, I was like, ah, oh, man, why... See, that's the thing. Why would you spend time on your appearance, be in shape? If you're pretty, you know it. And then just, it takes, like, three seconds in the shower. Just shave it. Shave it, damn it. <laughs> you know? But, uh, I don't know. But that was... Man, man, man they also continued... We came back and uh, and uh, indulged in this, the, the old school game Bomberman. Yeah, yeah. Bomber and so let, let me say that our significant others were included in Man in well, Man Day. Yours, I, hmm? your significant others. I don't. Have. Oh, the architect. The, the, the architect, architect and Boron. Yes, they were. Yeah. There. So they they had to. Uh, the architect was Al, and Boron was Carl. Carl. Carl with an H at the end. Yeah, and so, and so uh, without betraying Boron's identity, uh, Strahg's here keeps insisting that her name should have an H at the end. Not that it should, that it does. And if she ever actually looks at her mailbox in the new building, she'll find that... It has an H. There's, a ta- there's apparently a typo. Really? Yes, in, in ballpo- ballpoint pen for some reason. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, so we were saying Carl with an H at the end, so it's like, you know, good good like Scandinavian name, you know, Carl. 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 Yeah, and I remember uh, my friend uh, 
Yeah, I think I mentioned Leo before, right? That was his, I think Leo was what we said a lot. I think so. But anyways, we were just joking. You know, yeah. It's like the two Norwegian guys, you know, it's like in the middle of the winter, and like walk down to the shore, it's like a really gray day, and like none of them speak, you know, and the one, you know, just staring out of the sea, and one guy's really quietly, sharp's cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, it's just like the two like silent Norwegian guys like the only thing they say to each other and they just like stand there for like another 30 minutes and then just walk home you know and that's like the extent of their social interaction but anyway so yeah we came back to uh, Eddie Yen's palace palace de Yen palace de on, Yen on his uh, 70 inch plasma screen <laughs> we, we, uh, that's actually more like an old school RCA. You guys have to see my older TV. It's like the size of like a CD case. <laughs> oh, was it like the old dorm, like dorm TV? Yeah, those things are amazing. I still have it somewhere around here, but you know the TV's small. When every time anybody has an air ball in basketball, it looks like it went in. <laughs> it's like oh swish, like he missed the he missed the hoop by three feet. It's such oh, a I gotta swish. Get a... The net didn't even move. <laughs> I yeah, gotta yeah. get a bigger TV. <laughs> So Bomberman is one of the most ridiculous... The premise of it is incredible. You are a little dude mm-hmm. that can throw lit bombs. Yep. And you run around a maze trying to blow each other up by trapping them <laughs> between, like, a wall and a bomb. Yep. Or a couple bombs. Or a couple bombs. You're doing well. Yeah. Or if you're, like, the architect, just lay all the bombs yes. you have all at all once. half like, the damn It was level. like fucking Vietnam with, like, a <laughs> napalm run every time she'd come by. It's like the Ho Chi Minh Trail of Russia <laughs> over <laughs> So, anyway, so we're playing this goddamn game, and it's, for some reason, it's, it, we're all getting really, really into it. So there's this one, this one, uh, mode you can play where basically just bombs just kind of fall out of the sky. Yeah, and you can't throw any, you just dodge. Yeah, so basically you just run around this maze trying not to get blown up. So everyone's basically like trying to, like, really carefully find places where they're safe. You know, it shows you kind of like a radius where the bomb's <laughs> going to blow up. And so for some reason, like, I don't, I decide not to do this. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> You know, you can imagine how it would be in real life where, um, you know, everyone's trying to find a safe shelter. Like, oh, it's getting inside, it's getting in the basement, it's yeah. getting the bomb shelter. It's basically like London during the Blitz. Yeah. yeah, and then I'm the one guy just running, just sprinting through the streets going, oh my god, the sky is falling, Jesus Christ. And everyone's like, get in the fucking shelters, oh my god, just sprinting around, trying to outrun these bombs. And, like, I never stopped moving the entire thing. Surprisingly, I made it to the end. It was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, there are about at least 15 times where it's like he's running at the flames, yeah. figuring the one place there won't be flames in two seconds is wherever they are now. Yeah, yeah. And so it's basically just the premise of it in real life. It's just, there's one guy sprinting around the streets like a maniac just yelling that everyone's gonna die and trying to get away from the bombs even though he has no idea where they're gonna fall <laughs> so that, Beauteous. and then after that we switched to what was it super super monkey ball Su- super monkey ball 2 oh, oh god so <laughs> it's this it's this game where you're basically like you know the gerbil balls like the clear <laughs> balls you put a gerbil in and it can like run around in the ball and so it's basically that except you have like a monkey in there and you just do all sorts of like weird events and stuff. There's one where it's like a monkey ski jump and you're trying to like <laughs> you're trying to like go off this ramp and then it's like this little like floating target in the middle of the ocean you're trying to hit. And so it's great too because if you don't if you don't make the target, your monkey just like splashes down in the ocean somewhere, and then you see his little monkey arms just flailing inside this gerbil ball as it's sinking into the briny depths, and it, and it cries something like, ah! yeah, and it, it just shows him just sinking further and further and further down. You see his little arms failing. So we're just joking that 
it'd be great, you know, it's like, you know, just silence, you know, and like the monkey's just sort of sinking, just kind of looking around, you just hear the, you know, like the creaking of the pressure against the glass of the ball, and then all of a sudden just like the entire thing just spider webs as it reaches crush depth, and then in like three-tenths of a second it just implodes and crushes it. But actually the best oh. part too is Boron, there was like baby monkey and that was Boron's. So, so, Boron completely fucks up landing on this target. It's like this long landing strip. She's coming at in like at a right angle towards him. There's just like no chance that she was going to get it. And so the thing just like takes a skip off the landing pad like into the water. And then like as it's sinking, she hits the button to close this little capsule. So you think the monkey is thinking like, oh good, I have a chance of making it out of here and swimming for the surface. And then some sort of like safety mechanism kicks in and just closes this little bubble full of water around the flailing monkey. Goodbye, monkey. Uh, it's like, for your safety, we will now be closing the canopy. The other winner is I'm watching uh, PK is playing Gon Gon. So everything was just Gon Gon this, Gon Gon that. Yeah. And there's one level, like, I'm coming in from the opposite direction. I just see, you're supposed to hit this thing rather gently. Yeah. I just see the, the, the little, in the distance, the marker for Gon Gon coming in at about a one degree angle, going about 120 miles an hour. The ball deploys. He skips like a stone off the surface of the landing pad. As he's hitting, you just hear BK go, oh, Gun Gun's coming in hot. <laughs> I just like the idea of that, where it's like, you know, it's like a fighter pilot. He just knows that it's physically impossible for him to salvage the landing. You it's know? like in order, to, in order to decelerate enough to land on the carrier, he's just going to smear on the front windshield. <laughs> no, no Hudson River here. No, not at all. Um, so what, there's Baby, Gon Gon, and I I. I don't remember yeah, the other one. I don't remember. I was one of the other ones. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that was our that was Man Night. There's there's also lots of alcohol involved. Yeah, lots of booze. More I, more I, men than women. So I think we're about an inch and a half of chest hair. Yeah. I, unfortunately, so did you, the you, th- you thought I was going to say an inch and a half of something else. Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Which not untrue, <laughs> but I. <laughs> anyway, enough said. Enough said. No, but um, but before we keep going, I wanted to mention some of the mini games within this Bomberman. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a standard game where you just hide behind walls and blow shit up. There's the dry convey, <laughs> which no one wants. That's, no. That's, <laughs> there, there are there are um lubricants to prevent the dry convey. Bombs and solves. Yeah, and replacement. To uh, further get tea. frisky with Bomberman, there's Pipe bangs. The pipe bangs? Pipe, yep, don't forget the pipe bangs. Pipe bangs with yeah. multicolored pipes that you can run through. Um, yeah. And then there's dunk bang. So... I think it's what Kobe got in trouble for. <laughs> the dunk bang. The dunk bang? Yeah, I'm fairly certain. Wait, what... So did Kobe... Just a quick question. Did he pee on her, like R. Kelly, or is that... No, no, that was just an R. Kelly thing. Somewhere okay. Kobe Bryant's now like, what the fuck? No, I, I was, no, for some reason I thought he peed on her. No, but. as far as I know, he did not pee on anyone. Although apparently in Colorado, to like assess the probability of being a sex offender, they hook you up to a device to on your significant member, and then oh. have you watch various violent and or pornographic materials and measure the response. 
It's wow. basically Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. Yeah, I was gonna, what if you just have, like, a really kinky... What if you're just into that shit if you're, like, a really good person? I, I don't know. Yeah. That's that's not fair. I'm just that's saying. That's not fair. Don't no. go to Colorado if you're into that shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't play Dunk Bang. Do not don't play Dunk Colorado. Bang in Colorado. Colorado is, like, the last safe bastion for white Christians. <laughs> it's true. Let us not forget Utah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's always Utah. But those are those are Mormons. They don't count as Christians. Utah was reported as the happiest state in the U.S. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. When I, when by I, the Mormon Council. When I when I went there, so Bor and I went there, um, not this last summer, but the one ago, and so we walk in, and um, this guy uh, greets oh. us, and it's like, oh, welcome to Temple Square. And he's like, exactly as you'd imagine. He's wearing a like, suit. Older guy, white hair, you know. The older version of that kid from uh, There Will Be Blood. Yeah. <laughs> HW. 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 Oh, HW. Nope. <laughs> every time, uh, I remember Leo for a while, every time anyone would offer me anything, he would go, that'll be fine. That'll be you. fine. Thank you. <laughs> like, it'll be fine. Yeah, you know, my friend, like, oh, you want water? will be fine. Thank you. So, anyway, so we're, we're at uh, the Temple Square, and so this guy comes, oh, you know, you know, and, and where are you from? You know, and, and uh, uh, you know, we're, oh, we're from Detroit. And he just goes, oh, Detroit, oh, oh heavens! <laughs> so, ever, ever since then, now, now, whenever like I'm surprised by something, I always go, oh, heavens, heavens. <laughs> so, anyways, they set us up on this tour, which we don't really want. We just wanted to see the goddamn place and walk around. So we're stuck on this tour with um, uh, these two sister missionaries. It was sister, ah, uh, fuck, this is bothering me. Sister Brian and sister Ayub. Yeah, and Sister Abe was Argentinian, and it wasn't her, but there was another Argentinian sister missionary smoking. Like, I don't know what they're doing down in South America, but they're doing something right, you know? <laughs> they're playing dunk bang. <laughs> they're playing pipe bang. They're playing turn and bang. In Argentina with uh, Manu Ginobili, they're playing dunk bang. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we go on this damn tour, and, you know, every time, you know, Sister Brian always looks at us with these, like, glassy eyes, and be like, isn't it amazing that Jesus Christ did all these things for us? And it's not like, oh, this is what we believe, this is, it's, this is what happened, isn't it wonderful? So anyways, at the very end, it was, it was the two of us plus, like, this one Belgian guy. <laughs> so it was, like, this really, like, awkwardly Wait. small group. And so um, was, was the Belgian guy Dirk, Dirk Knox, the, Dirk the, brewer, the of brewery fame. You know what? Let's let's say that he is Dirk Knox is of there. Deprof Brewers, Debrish, like six Y's and two K's, if you know how to pronounce. So, anyways, um, so it was it was really awkward too because they'd always ask us questions. You know, it's like you know, if you were to ask God one question, what would it be? Like, uh, and then the Belgian, why. like the Belgian guy actually like, chimed in and, you know, you got, been, do you guys have questions for God? I have a question. Go, you go right ahead. I'd be like, why, why tell him that it's human nature? <laughs> actually, that's not a question, <laughs> but I'm going to give God an answer. That. Eddie, Eddie's rolling up and giving God an answer. It's like, bitch, this is what you should have been doing. Don't you do me that way. <laughs> I'm fairly certain I'll just add God, ask God which end of the spread which end of the spread for the Knicks game I should bet on? Yeah, there's actually a good. Um, That's it. That's. Pretty, so I think it's pretty simple. Yeah. 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 I, if, I have to, if I had to ask guys, be like, dude, the fuck? <laughs> He's like, what? What do you mean? It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't know what you're asking me. It's like, dude, what <laughs> the fuck? 
<laughs> pointing around in the air. It's like, come on, you're God, you should know what I mean. What the fuck? <laughs> so anyways, um, at the very end, it was, oh, it was so awkward at the very end, because they're like, you know, as a special present, we're going to sing for you. Oh. And so it's like the two of them sing this, like, Mormon hymn to the three of us. It was just really awkward. But anyways, um, yeah, we go through this whole thing. And then afterwards, uh, they have this huge conference center. It's supposed to be, like, really impressive. So we just want to go up to the top. There's supposed to be these gorgeous rooftop gardens up there. The only way to do it is to take this tour. And They love themselves some tours. Oh, God, yeah. they do. And this tour, oh, my fucking God, it lasted like an hour and a half. Uh, all we want to do is see the gardens. So we finally make it up there. We're just walking around. It's like, all right, well, you know, um... You know, enjoy the garden. So we asked the guy, you know, do you mind if we just stay up here for a while and walk around? He's like, oh, no, actually, you can't be up here unsupervised, so we got to go. <laughs> I spent like a whole five minutes up there. I was like, son of a bitch. Awesome. Wow. So anyways, my mixed feelings towards the Mormons. And or Utah. And or Utah as a state, because that's the same everyone happy Utah. state. Yeah. There's a lot of nothing in Utah, I can tell you that. I guess there's nothing to be disappointed about. There used to that's be true. Keith Van Horn in Utah, but... No. No, longer. no, no longer. Yeah. Carl Malone, no more. No. no. Utah Jazz. They're originally from New Orleans. Oh. Okay. I was gonna say it's like yeah. Jazz. Utah. The Lakers were originally from Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. Or Minneapolis. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. It's like Utah Jazz. I'm I'm sorry. You know why they kept the name? No one knew what it was. <laughs> jazz. Is that is that is that some of that Negro music? <laughs> No, it's a new disciple. Okay. Oh, sure. Why not? It's like they're they're. It's like one of the disciples, the angel Moroni. It sounds like it sounds doesn't sound like you know the Jewish guy that lives down there. Moroni, what are you doing? I'm shoveling the snow, damn it! You know. <laughs> Moroni, you have money. Why don't you pay somebody to do it? Why should I pay money for something I can do? And then they all go eating kugel. But. In the snow. In the snow. That they wouldn't shovel. Yeah, because they're old men and they refuse to pay. Don't don't shovel. This is your health warning from the Tri-Pound. An alarming number of people give themselves heart attacks shoveling snow in the winter because it's hard work and people don't do shit all year long. Yeah. So, so if you're like 55 and like, I'm going to go shovel my walk, do it a little bit at a time. Yeah. Or shovel the snow all year round yes. during the winter yeah, why and let the it, summer. That's what I think. It's like, get a head start in the summer. Why let it all pile up until the winter? Right. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Right. You know? Changing just, lives. Yeah. Right here. One right person now. at a time, which is probably exactly how many people, people are going to hear this. And it will be one of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No matter. <laughs> I'll shovel the snow off my balcony. That's, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much the extent of it. So I wake up, right? I get back from Man Day. Yeah. I go home to my room. Yeah. I assume from the Rizzle Tizzle, but I'm not entirely sure. Now, this is either. I'm getting shit, or someone's trying to kill me. I don't know which. Because I get a random t-shirt in the mail yesterday. Origin unknown still. I uh, Both I and the Rizzo Tizzle get one. It's not my parents. I've not seen his yet, so I need to collaborate. Stop, look, collaborate, and listen with him and figure out <laughs> what's going on here. Um, but it's, it's I like it. It's, it's uh, an EKG, and then death ironing it into a flat line. <laughs> and it's like this kind of macabre thing that I, I really enjoy. And I'm like, boy, someone really knows me well. Or they're threatening to kill me. Yeah. I'm not certain which. <laughs> Yet you wore the t-shirt. I wore the t-shirt yesterday because it's badass is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, they included the plug for the iron. When I saw that, I was like, yes, well done. Anyway, I get home yesterday from Man Day, 
and next to my, like, uh, next to the, uh, the, the, my bed, there's a window shelf, a window ledge next to it, where I keep some shit. And there's a little trophy on there of a little bear holding golf clubs. And below it, it says, in a little plaque, you're not going to make it. What? Uh, <laughs> like, is this from the Rizzle Tizzle? Because that's funny. Or is someone trying to, like, threaten me? Like, two days in a row. Yeah. Like, there might be death threats going on here. I just, I'm just too dumb to recognize it. And then, like, the guy who's threatening you walks by, sees you wearing the t-shirt, yeah. sees a little statue proudly displayed at your desk, like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy that he doesn't get it? He's like, I'm trying to tell him that I'm going to kill him. He's just having a good time with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I don't know, someone may be trying to kill me. I, I don't think so, but, I don't know. Oh. So, in other words, this might turn into bi-pound. Yeah, he might be bi-pounding soon bi-pound. enough. Yeah. Uh. That reminds me, I was going to say... No, I can try Pound from Beyond the Grave. That... Remember the funeral plans? Oh, yes. So we had we had these funeral plans a while ago. I was thinking, what would be the perfect funeral? Because I hate these, you know, stately affairs with all these flowers and everyone's really sad. So I thought, what I want... I want an orgy at my funeral. <laughs> I just want everything there. Falcons. Fa- oh, everything. Like falconry. <laughs> start doing blow off the hooker. You say the LSD kicks in. And the LSD kicks in that you put in the coffee. You know, because everyone takes the nice little sips of coffee. That's acid, folks. That's all acid. And so everyone just trips the fuck out. It just turns into, like, this debaucherous orgy that spills into, like, the next morning. Everyone's just completely hungover for, like, two days afterwards. And then, you know, afterwards, like, well, I never did... Oh, no, I did do that that once at PK's yeah. funeral. <laughs> I don't care. I want my... Let's just say I want my body to somehow be involved, all right? <laughs> and, like, anything goes. Like, there are no boundaries at PK's funeral. That's what I want. It's beautiful. That, that's, that's what I want my legacy to be. Yeah, no, I, my, I want people... The, the the one rule is no black. There'll be no black at, at Starlake's funeral. At all. I refuse. Bright, vibrant, <laughs> bright, vibrant colors. I want people wearing black suits and shit. I want, like, I want, like Dick Tracy. Yeah, 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 like that kind of shit. That'd be awesome. Um, or outfits like Lady Gaga. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I am fine with that. I want, I want Lady big, Gaga. bright, bold colors. I want just like open bar. You know, like all the money spent on the people there. And, and I, I want it. I want two things. I want people leaving, thinking to themselves, "I wish you would have died a long time ago, just so we could have this funeral then." And I want at least two children to be like as a direct result of my funeral. Yeah, yeah. Like of that night. That, that that is my. Goal. I also I also if I if I ever wind up married, I want people walking out of the reception to say, "I hope he gets divorced, just so we can do this again." <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I'm looking for. Eddie, and what's your what are your funeral plans? Shit, man, my funeral plans. See, my my alternate funeral plan is that I have a Viking funeral. You know, with like the long ship, and they shoot the flaming arrows into it and set it out to sea, and then it burns and sinks. And then Boron was like, "Oh, you know, that's." That's fine, you know, but, you know, what about me? I thought, I said, no, because you'll be killed and put on the ship with me so you can serve me for eternity in the afterlife. <laughs> I forgot the, I forgot the best part of the, uh, of the funeral too. It's like, I want, for a moment, and I've got to figure out, it, 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 it's Renfo, and it's, we, well, we don't actually have a name for it, the progenitor of our, oh, that's right. The other one. Well, Ren, Renfo, and we'll, we'll give him a name later. It's just the little Irishman there. Yeah. And, um, Irishman's good. Yeah, the Irishman. Yeah, so Renfo and the Irishman come out, and I want I want uh, the Irishman to get up and give like a good stirring, couple 
five-minute eulogy about how great of a person I was. And then I want Renfo to give a five-minute rebuttal. <laughs> and then I want a panel debate. <laughs> like a town hall meeting. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, want, I want video evidence. I, I want people to bring up factoids and, and, and figures and just decide if I was a good or a bad person and decide in the end they don't care and start drinking. And you need Charlie Gibson from ABC News to host it. Exactly. I just like, I like to have a panel debate. It's yeah. like, oh, here's this guy, da 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 da. And then it's like, no, he's an asshole. And he was a dick. And I could prove it. And here's some, here some pictures. It's like, this man was a cock. Yep. And I intend to show everyone. In the world. Yeah, exactly. World, yeah. And I will be, you know, not, not at all involved. Hopefully, I'm not too messed up when I'm dead because I will be sitting in the throne. <laughs> overlooking all of this. <laughs> with, like, metal pins supporting yes, all your joints. With a rod and scepter. <laughs> and jewels for eyes. Yeah. I, I imagine, like, one of the arguments as the rebuttal the Irishman would give as to why you're an asshole is, uh... No, 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 the Irishman's on the pro side. Renfo's on the oh, okay. con side. So, so Renfo would, uh, have proof of, uh, Strawlegs partaking in this weird, lame show called The Tri-Town. <laughs> so they just play five minutes of, like, oh, yeah, this, this disgusting anti-Christian, you know, godless podcast. With one listener. With one somewhere. One somewhere. Who, I gotta say, needs to get on the ball and start putting us out there. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. We're doing we, what we can. We're getting some pretty shitty publicity. <laughs> Spread the word, people. I, Person. So, I'll have to think about my funeral, you know? It'll have to be open bar. It'll have to be like open bar, the, open casket, on a state park <laughs> where people are hunting around us, <laughs> just just to up the ante a little. Alcohol and firearms, I, I like it. We, we get the architect in some in like an orange vest here. Yeah, I, remember, I remember you telling us about how open season was declared on her a while ago. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. Right. So people shaking keys at deer, trying to get him to run away. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, open bar with, with, uh, here we go again, Van Twee Belgian Ale. <laughs> say, say the name, say the name. Van Twee. No, 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 no. De Proef Bruges. 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 Alright, so apparently Eddie ends in the middle of a field. Yeah. In like the middle that. of hunting season. I it has saying... to be like at sunset. <laughs> just to, just to really make sure someone gets shot. Yeah, yeah. And everyone wears moose antlers. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like you know you get your you get the architect out there in like a fur coat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh yeah, why don't you just why don't you just go in the woods and you know find some wood for the fire? You know, and she, and she's like bending over like pick up some sticks, <laughs> wearing a big brown fur coat. Purchased at Macy's. Have you guys ever like walked upstairs in Macy's to like? look for like linens or um like i don't know kitchen shit up there <laughs> and then there's like an area called the fur locker what or something like, it's like what the, the fur locker i'm pretty sure it's called the fur locker <laughs> one of two things <laughs> i might be wrong i'm pretty sure i'm wrong but it's something like yeah. that you know what, that's it we're, we're over in a strip club <laughs> 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 doing it right now. Oh, that goes in the description for this show. Try the fur locker. <laughs> locker. Yeah, I'm gonna go to a place in this episode. The fur locker. <laughs> I'm gonna go to a strip club called The Tripound Presents The Fur Locker. <laughs> oh God. Fur locker. That's a, isn't yeah. that? Isn't fur locker a, a football player? Yeah, that like Brian fur locker. Fur locker. Fur locker. Fur locker. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Nah. So, yeah. The Fur Locker, and they have, like, all these chinchilla coats and 
jackets and shit chinchillas like. aren't that big. We need a lot of chinchillas. You need a lot of chinchillas. <laughs> it's like a squirrel. You need a lot of squirrels to make a coat. <laughs> he said from experience in Utah. Yeah, yeah. I, I made a ghillie suit out of chinchillas. <laughs> Don't ask how. I just can. Because it's Man Day. The day after Man Day. The day after Man Day. And Eddie Yen, in celebration of Man Day, actually spent his entire day in the brush, face down, just watching. Covered in chinchillas. And urine. Yeah, and urinating into the ground. Yeah. They're like deer pawing at him because they smell it. It's like a single pair rooting around. No, but I, I, was, I was looking for a coat a while ago. I realized the trick to shopping is you have to play the game, you know? You really have to get into the spirit. You have to be the shopper because if you notice, a lot of people don't do not do that, you know? A lot of people kind of go in, oh, I want this, I want that, I'm looking for this, that's not good, okay, bye. You have to indulge people in the experience, you know? Because the salesman wants to play the salesman and you need to play the customer, you know? Wait, is this the fur locker again or are we talking about something else now? <laughs> it's an, in any transaction. <laughs> so anyways, I was, I was hunting for coats and... Um, you know, I found one that I liked. So, you know what? You know, if you could hang on to this, it's great. I'm going to shop around, you know, see what else is there. And then if I like this one, I'll come back for it. So, anyways, I go to, uh, like, Nordstrom's or something like that. And so they have, you know, their their house brand. Of course, it's Nordstrom's. It's very ritzy. And so I try this coat. And I was like, it's pretty nice. You know, and I say, oh, you know, and how, there's no price on it, of course. Right. And so, I, you know, and, and how much for this one? He's like, uh, this one is uh, $450. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, it's like, eh, no, no, not going to happen. But anyways, you know, okay, and then, you know, let's, let's try another one. So I try this thing, like, you go boss check. It's, like, really nice, you know, beautiful tailoring and everything like that. How much for this one? Uh, this one is uh, 750 Like, okay, thank you, you know. And then you have to, you know, you have to <clears throat> tell him, you know, oh, you know, this is this is very close to what I'm looking for, but but not exactly. So thank you for your Maybe you can knock a zero off the end of that price. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's just, it, it's the thing where it's, like, the trick is you just can't flinch, you know, because some people are like, oh, what? What? The trick is you have to you have to act as if you're willing to you're you have to act as if you're willing to spend anything, you know. You just have to go in there and just really play the role. Now you could also be like my dad and I who ended up with so my sisters in New York. We're I can't remember how we're there. She goes into Nordstrom's. Mom and Kel, uh, mom and my sister do. Just like awesome. Dad and I are walking around. Decided it was called Nostradamus's instead. <laughs> like, Nostradamus's. You're gonna love our deals. We know it. <laughs> this went on for 45 minutes. They finally left the store because of us. <laughs> really? It was great. We're just like, the salesman walks up like, bet you know what we're looking for. <laughs> and they just stare at us. Like, we're cracking the <laughs> hell up. Imagine you like, Dad, I mean, I'm wearing like a sweatshirt and jeans and shit. Like, I don't care. We just came from like the ESPN zone. Like, I barbecue yeah, yeah. sauce on my face and shit. It was, it was, it was like another little mini man day. But yeah, just... It's like I, I don't understand why you're shopping. You should, you know, you should be able to point us right where we need to go, huh? Huh? They're like we're gone. We're leaving. <laughs> One of the best tactical moves we ever made. <laughs> Embarrass them right out of the store. Yeah, yeah. Best defense, good offense. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a quote to live by if you go to a frat party. <laughs> best defense equals good offense. Equals good offense. I, I, I don't know what I'm implying, but. Yeah, I, you don't, guys I, don't know what, I don't know what happened to you at frat parties, but Frat parties, yeah. Oh, did I ever tell you guys about the time I almost joined a frat? No. Yes! <laughs> yes! It's not that exciting. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> I may <laughs> steer that's, you that's, otherwise. We, we had to fill out about ten minutes. That's fine with me. So, uh, freshman year in college, I live in the dorms. Um, 
this guy just comes walking down the hall. And, of course, he's dressed in, like, your typical garb that you would expect one to be in. Seashell necklace? When, uh, seashell, you know, colored shirt, sort of popped, walking down the hall. And, uh, he's like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm in, I don't know, alpha douchebag fight, whatever, whatever, you know. And he's like, yeah, I really want you to join. And it's like, bitch, you don't know me. Why do you want me to join? Like, really? And it's just really creepy. I'm like, oh, sorry, you know, I'm not really interested. I gotta, uh, go do some laundry. So, uh, I go to the laundry room. Motherfucker follows me to the laundry room. Stands right next to the washing machine. And is like, I really want you to join. I'm like, once again, you don't really know me and I don't want to do this. So, finally, I give in. I'm, I'm thinking, like, while he's talking to me, I'm like, okay, okay. I have some friends who are really cool who are in fraternities, you know. Why why am I so negative? Let's give this a chance. And plus, I might learn something from this. So I'm like, (laughs) I'll at least go to initiation or something, or until shit starts to get bad for me, then I'll walk out. So uh, this was like the day of the All-Star game when Michael Jordan played his last All-Star game. He, he shot the jump shot at the end, the East was up, and then fucking Kobe had to tear it up at the end. So, anyways, I mentioned this because we watched the All-Star game at my sister's house, and I'm like, oh, sorry guys, gotta go, gonna go do initiation for a fraternity. <laughs> so I waltz down the street, you know, and then I, I'm thinking, okay, best defense is a good offense, you know, best <laughs> defense is a good offense. So we get there, and they open the door for us, like, at like 12 o'clock sharp and it's like you know the door opens it's fucking pitch black in the house and the guy's like come with me so me and like two other guys like waltz through come just be if you want to leave (laughs) (laughs) come now and so like we're like walking through this frat house and then uh, all of a sudden we see like tiny pieces of glowing light on the bottom of the ground and there's like a pathway lit with like little candles you know, white candles. And rose petals. Yes, because I was about to say flower petals. Yeah. Come closer. And, and then at the, at the end of this path, you see a guy with a ball gag. No, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, but, like, at the end of this path, we're like, okay. So, like, the our tour guide stops us, and we're like, oh. And then we look to the left and right, and it's like, holy shit, there's, like, an army of men. Like standing on each side of the candles, That's and they've got their arms crossed with their chin down, and like looking very stern. Like, are you worthy to be our brother? And there, there are you three know? of you there. Yeah, they like, managed to net three people. Yeah, it was, it was seriously me and a guy named Topher. And... <laughs> <laughs> I remember Topher. I, you know, I remember Topher because hey, we had this discussion yesterday. We had a discussion yesterday about Topher fucking Grace. You might be the most emasculated actor in Hollywood. Topher? Topher. It's like, you you would rather be, rather, because I thought Topher was just his gay name. <laughs> and then I realized that it's short for Christopher. I was going to say, I said, why did you like Chris? And then in the backseat, we hear Pika go, oh my god. I was like, what? This... Topher is short for Christopher? Why would, it's like, Chris. Lots of people are called Chris. That's a good name. <laughs> Chris. Just call him Chris. Or Kristoff, even. Topher? That sounds like something you'd need to have removed. (laughs) It's like, oh, I've got this Topher on my big toe. Uh, Gout. Uh, Tophacious. Yeah, Tophacious Gout. Tophacious Gout. 
There you go. <laughs> you, have t- you have tiny Topher Graces inside of you. <laughs> Crystallizing and yeah, causing like, pain in yeah, your joints. Yeah, also known as the anti-hero disease. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, Anyways. so it was me and this guy named Topher <laughs> and this Sorry. other guy. Um, but I remember Topher because like a month later, of course, I backed out of this whole deal. And um, I, I saw them in the dining room, like the cafeteria. Uh, and I, I think I was like making a Belgian waffle, a Vantouille <laughs> Belgian waffle. <laughs> and who's behind the Belgian waffle maker? It was Derek Knotts from De Proef Brewers. Guys everywhere. Shit is ubiquitous. So somehow had they added two Y's to his name. <laughs> In the meantime, yeah, he did. So Topher's like comes up to me while I'm making a Belgian waffle with like two of his brothers and he's like hey that that's that one guy that rushed with us but he didn't come through with it and they're just like all giving me like dirty looks and I'm like sorry guys <laughs> sorry oh my god like your frat was so uncool and I found a totally cooler frat yeah it's so cool he called it sorority <laughs> So, I don't know it, it, I just very vividly remember like come with me after the door goes and then candles imaginary ball gag and all these guys with their arms crossed, like, looking all hardcore and shit. And so, like, what, what, ha- what happened for the rest of the night, though? So, that was that. And then we had to, like, raise our right or left arm or whatever and say a pledge, like, repeat after them. Like, I will do my best to, uh, you know, further enhance this brotherhood of whatever, whatever. I don't really remember. It was, like, really stupid. I remember my mind going, oh, God. This is lame. And um, the guy had, like, the paddle behind the podium, you know, with, like, their, like, try logo on it. And uh, then we said that. Then they gave us, like, these pins that look kind of like the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, I, I, I could just say triangle. It was a triangle pin. <laughs> I'm making them sound cool. Pink Floyd pins. Yeah. It's a triangle. Fair enough. And they're like, you have to wear this on you every day for the next 30 days. This is going to be a really difficult time. It's going to be trying times, but we know you can do this. Um, you, you, there's was the be... pin an SS pin? Like, what was on this thing? That was, like, was, it, was the pin, like, three feet wide? Why yeah, was it so like, difficult? Like we're going to give you some lightning bolt pins and send you into the local Hillel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, why was, this, why was this such a big deal wearing the pin? The, the pin was, like, really small. I mean, size of my penis, almost. Like, so... <laughs> no, it was, like, really, really tiny, I would say. Why? <laughs> why? I don't know. I, five millimeters on each side of the triangle. Oh, but, have you guys ever read, um, I think it was Cat's Cradle, Vonnegut? He gives the... For some reason, he gives the, he gives the dimensions of every man's penis in the book. He's like, you know, he's like, it was two... In, you know, it was three inches wide and 18 inches long. A world record. And then he describes himself, and he's like, it was five inches wide and three inches long. A world record. <laughs> wow. Like he describes himself that way. It's like, this, it's like a, a fucking can of tuna. <laughs> Set a world record, but not in that way. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, so yeah, we had to say the stupid pledge, and we had this triangle pin, and like it, that was that. It was very anticlimactic, you know. It's like just it walked like out the of there. Thing ever. It, it was. was. It's, 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 oh, this would be very difficult for you. It's like, 
uh, I don't really think I want to do this anymore. I'm just going to peace out, if you don't yeah. mind. It's like Topher. Adios. <laughs> See you around, Tof. See you around, Tof. Tof. <laughs> um, the frat I used to live next to when I was in grad school, it got to the point where I'd throw old fruit and vegetables at the windows when they were having sex so they would shut them. Yeah. Nice. It's like, pull your curtain down! Jesus Christ! Uh, you know, it just struck me. We might have lost our last listener. Time and time again, we tried to kick this listener out of our podcast. Yeah. He showed up, did a gracious guest appearance for us, <laughs> and now he's like, wait, I was in a fraternity. Fuck you guys. So not only have we mercilessly mocked Asians, now we're mocking fraternity. We're going to pick up every aspect of his life and pick it apart. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we still love you, though. Just so Let's you talk know. talk people with glasses how much we hate them. Yeah, we, we, we are, um... <laughs> like, Martin's just looking, <laughs> looking back and forth, and Starbucks is looking back and forth, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Can we do it? Can we do it? Oh, that reminds me. Um, we did this one podcast. I, I was going to reiterate this. is actually from a previous podcast in a previous life. <laughs> previous life. Different time. Different time. Yeah, it was, oh, it was a bad time. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um, so we, we, we had a previous podcast going, and um, uh, it was actually uh, Strahd's birthday, and oh, we were sit- yeah. I was sitting with him in his apartment, and we uh, I drank a mug of whiskey that that afternoon a, a mug during wow. the during the course of the podcast oh i remember this listening yeah, to it yeah, yeah it was, that was good crown royal good shit yeah. anyways um so Sterling was sitting there with a lighter and i remember pausing the podcast and saying let, let me let me just say right now that straw legs is has a lighter and he's attempting to light his desk on fire he's not attempting well wait <laughs> i was gonna say and the the best part about it is not the fact that He's attempting to set on fire one of his own pieces of furniture, <laughs> but the look of absolute joy on his face when he succeeded in burning it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. Mind you, we're podcasting atop a uh, IKEA desk. Which would go up in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. could just give it a bad look, and it'll just, like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, this thing is probably made of, like, more petroleum than the shit in your gas tank, so. <laughs> yeah, actually, all of Sweden's flammable now. Yeah, yeah. It's a little known fact. Yeah. <laughs> the Swedes. Ah, uh, yes. Known yes. for cheap furniture and incredibly beautiful women. Um, speaking of incredibly, uh, women, beautiful, what'd you, what'd you <laughs> word, name it? Word order. Yoda order. over here is having a stroke, <laughs> alright. It's <laughs> 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 right in the middle of the podcast, just slurring your words. <laughs> That's how one of us dies, you realize. And we don't stop the podcast. Like, the EMTs no, are coming no. in. Because we're not doing shit, even though we're all doctors. Like, yeah, yeah. But it's nah. just, it's like somebody's, somebody's talking, and all of a sudden they start slurring their words, and they go back to normal, and they start slurring their words. <laughs> it's like you can tell, like, brain damage is being done, but it's like, comes and goes, and comes and goes. Oh, and then comes and stays. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can see which one of our funerals we go to first. Yeah, yeah. Assuming we all don't die at the same time. Yeah, ooh, that'd be an interesting funeral. Oh my god, that'd be the best funeral ever. <laughs> in the woods with a debate panel, a bunch of alcohol, and an orgy with falconry. Yeah, every fucking drug known to man. And the yeah. falcons, the falcons are on acid too. So they're like running into trees and shit, chasing, like, chasing mice that aren't there. Um, <laughs> I went on, uh, I think it was NME.com or Rolling Stone, and you know, everyone's going batshit crazy over Dave Grohl right now, because of all all the shit he's coming out with, 
And um, they're like, oh, we're going to recall some of the quotes he said. He, One of the times, apparently, he did LSD aboard, like, a cruise ship in the Mediterranean. And, uh... He, that he, sounds really good right now, actually. <laughs> yeah, it does. And he said he was running around the cruise ship nonstop the whole time. Cause like every, you and Bomberman? It's Krieg! Why does no one else see this? <laughs> no, so he's, like, running around the cruise ship, and apparently, like, he couldn't, like, really look at people or something, because he'd look at them and then look at their feet, and he'd see, like, little alligators or crocodiles, like, chewing away at their feet. <laughs> it's like, what? That's awesome. Wow. That, that reminds me of, um, remember they had an interview with, uh, uh, Jimmy Page from Zeppelin, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, did, do you think drugs factored into this at all? You know, like, really delicate, but he's like, oh dad, no, we couldn't have done this without cocaine. <laughs> like, what? No, he's like, no, no, we literally couldn't have done this without cocaine. Cocaine, PCP. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was funny. It's like, yeah, no, you, you understand, like, this wouldn't, this actually wouldn't have happened without crack. <laughs> That's Ooh. what made this. And horse hair. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> and on that, okay, so we we got to wrap it up. I know we've been going over. Um, so we've been uh, a, little, a little tardy. Well, not tardy. That's what I'm, what I'm, I don't know what the fuck. We've I'm been indulgent. Doing. We've been indulgent. Yeah. So Overindulgent. Homework for you listeners. I want you to uh, look up, what is this word? Felchin. 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 Felchin is the homework. And also, and it doesn't have to do with sex. Or does it? Yeah, I actually don't know. And then also, a shout out to the Perf Brewerish <laughs> and Dirk Knotts. Dirk Knotts. <laughs> so, inventor of the Belgian waffle. Inventor of the Belgian waffle. And uh, with that, um, email us weekly.tripound at gmail.com. Do it! Do it now! And uh, write us if on iTunes. If you want to live. If you want to live, write us on iTunes. And um, until next time, I am PK. Strawlegs. And Eddie N. And we'll see you next week. Yay! <laughs> what the fuck?